Good morning and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, so get ready to get triggered. Good morning and welcome to The Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin, and with me is uh, part of my expert panel, Amara and uh, Samuel. How are you guys? Hello, hello. Tired. Fair. Uh, And filling in for Jessica, we've got former longtime panelist, Daniel, joining us. How are you, Daniel? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. um, Hopefully I can uh, take uh, Jessica's role... um to, to the best of my abilities and yeah because i've been here before and uh it's, it's good to get back in the ring you know there you go yeah well we're so we're so happy to to have you here um and uh, oh you're getting ready aren't <laughs> no, you no, no, no. <laughs> um well we're gonna keep the fighting to words not fists oh, 100%. so to begin all opinions expressed are not those of ryerson or ryerson faculty and are only those of the individual commentators viewer discretion is advised let's start with our weekly recap uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday just wrapped up. It's a scam. So I'm sorry. You think it's a scam? It's 100%. I was, saw some tweet. Uh, there was like a Fashion Nova dress that was being sold for 70 bucks a week before Black Friday. Black Friday promotion comes on and they're like, oh, selling the dress for $90 and it goes 30% off. Like, that's the biggest scam yeah. ever. Um, like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did do a little bit of shopping. I just bought, like, a, like a Nintendo Switch. I don't, the only reason why I got it was because they were offering, like, a $120 gift card to, like, shoppers. Like, like there's, like, there's, there's, like, it's very difficult to find good, good actual deals, especially with the Canadian dollar being trading at, what, like, $72? $0.72? Cents? 75 75 So, yeah, if you really, really want to do, like, save money, you got to go to, like, U.S. or something like that. So, mm-hmm. Sam? Uh, I don't really, um, oh, sorry. I don't really purchase a lot of things, uh, like big tech items. Uh, if I do... They're expensive. Yeah, yeah if I do, I, I I save up and I buy something nice and I don't really purchase things on a yearly basis, like a, a new phone or mm-hmm. even clothing. Um, so I wasn't really suckered into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, wasn't interested. Well, the shopping channel where I have my, <laughs> my internship at, it's actually a very, they have some very good deals, honestly. You wouldn't think, but it's actually a great place. I love it there. But if you do want some good Black Friday deals, uh, I would definitely, just Cyber Monday, I would check it out. Don't they like scam 75-year-olds into buying like fake jade or something? Like, Whoa. No, it's all no? real. They don't, <laughs> okay, as long they as it's real. Scam. As long as it's the, real. Everything, it. everything they sell, it's real. And because if they didn't, they'd be sued. Um, but good, good to know. but people still people buy it, right? So a lot of the people who buy their stuff are either people who are lonely at home, people who don't have access to stores, and this is their only that's very uh, true. this is their only store because uh, the shopping channel is a retail store first, right? That's mm-hmm. their that's their motto, right? And the TV is is the, the lowest portion of the equation, right? So um, definitely check that out because they're still going on. But uh, I would agree to some extent. Like in the U.S., it's way better. You get way better 100%. deals. Um, the problem is though, like everyone acts violent like I, oh yeah I, like i loved I, the only reason why i really like twitter now is because like you see like these crazy new stories and stuff obviously they're not verified but it's still entertaining mm-hmm. apparently there was someone like saying like oh a pastor was like teaching me like how to like make my keys and like 
pull ball them up into a fist so you can use them as a weapon to stab people in case they're like that's how people crazy are on black friday everyone becomes violent every everyone like loses their humanity and they only I care about that TV. It's cap. No, it's capitalism at like it's at its like ugliest in its ugliest form though. Like regardless of your opinion on that shit. So, but sorry, spirit life for good deals are good deals though. Exactly. Uh, But let's talk about not a good deal, which is the TTC. Uh, (laughs) They had another issue with their line. They uh, yesterday there was a fire in the tunnel and people were forced to uh, walk through the tunnel to their station. Uh, There was really holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it was at Kiel Station. Yeah. Um, once again, what are we paying for? I think what happened, there was a fire, and then I think somebody, you know, you have to, like, punch through the glass, yeah, and open the door. So they opened the subway door, and smoke got into the train, so that's why everyone had to get off. But yeah, true. the TTC's awful, like, most days. Wait, was it uh, was that protocol to break the window, or did someone just freak no, out? No, someone just freaked out, oh, wow. like a, a commuter, and did that. I get that. <laughs> I mean, especially, like, think about it, like, we don't know who the person is. Like maybe they suffer from like claustrophobia or some other issue. Like I know that if I was stuck in the subway like that, I'd be probably losing it. Like yeah, yeah, especially yeah. those rush hour trains. It's like you're in sardines. Uh, like yeah, exactly. And when you like stations like Young, where the platform's not big, like someone's gonna get I, hurt. I, I try to avo- I try to avoid using TTC at all costs. Like so, like only when necessary, you know. So just because like that's how unreliable it is. So. Yeah. Well, I drove down today because I was like, well. Uh, you kind of have to now. That's because if you can't rely on public transit, like no, and it. and now like usually like you know you, you Google how long it's going to take to get downtown, but it, it never takes that long. So you have to give yourself extra time, and sometimes you just don't have that and extra that, and time. You gotta, like added winter commute time too. Like you add add at least another hour to mm-hmm. commute to wherever you're going. Right? Yeah, so. it's because and, Toronto has grown by hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, over maybe even half a million every year for the last five six yeah. years and then we still have in- infrastructure from the 80s i mean yeah and there's a lot these... of people using the ttc that aren't from toronto they just work here so mm-hmm. they're coming in exactly. from the gta yeah. yeah well and and they're looking to extend the subway up to richmond hill now right because they just That's... extended it up to vaughn which doesn't help me because i'm on the other side of vaughn so you know <laughs> but the, now the last people who need public transit are getting the routes like these connections should be going to like the, the people that rec- that use public transit the most. Yeah, I'm talking on the east side and the west side, Brampton, Mississauga. What's on the we- what's on the east side? Like connecting from Scarborough, the the east- oh, Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. The Danforth, all that. Like everything like east from there. That yeah. would need. That's what need, like the Ontario line. That's a, that's a great idea because that'll actually help relieve public transit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's TTC, totally trash can what's that's their last one total <laughs> trash can that's what i'm gonna call it um that again that's why i drove down today so i'm paying 25 bucks for parking but you know what yeah, if rough. i can get here on time or just more comfortably mm-hmm. i'll do that um but normally at least i only have to be at school twice a week this this <coughs> semester which was nice but let's move on to our final uh weekly update which uh is about china now china uh beijing has uh banned u.s ships coming from Hong Kong uh, as protests have uh, grown and clashes with uh, civilians and the military has become even more dangerous. What, you know, obviously Hong Kong protesters have been holding up pictures of Trump because they support democracy. Trump uh, backs them. Um, what can wh- what can we really do, right? If If people want democracy and Beijing is not allowing them, there comes a point where interventionism, to some degree, or to some people, shouldn't happen, and to some people it should. What should we do here? You guys want to take a crack at that? Uh, I can do. I can take a crack. Um, I'm usually not interventionist at all. Like I don't support um, most of the interventions in the the Middle East. Maybe all of them. 
just because I don't think they benefit Americans uh, from that perspective. Um, but you know, China is a geopolitical rival for the U.S. specifically, and could overtake their economic uh, output in the coming decade. I think that's almost guaranteed. But I think any chance to undermine uh, the state, even if it is for a morally good reason, as you know, supporting the the freedom of the Hong Kong people are. Uh, any opportunity to do so, I think, is uh, justified from a geopolitical pr- perspective. Mm-hmm. Daniel, um, if we got to look really, really back into it, we got to look back into like the '90s, like with Bill Clinton being in charge as president. Like for him, his original policy was he thought that um, having these free trade agreements and having all this free market capitalism run into China would kind of cleanse them of all of these human rights mm-hmm. violations. It would actually cause them, like, because they have all this capitalism now, it would force them to adapt and be less like strict on like their people, on their citizens. The problem is that like. Like, like we stopped giving like Chinese like the Chinese like money like at what 2010 2009 or something like that and like that's like by the time that, that happened like we've just created a superpower now so the problem is now we have an interdependence with China so the like it's it's hard like how do we fight the enemy when they're like attached to us at the hip it wasn't you know? even it it's, wasn't, we, we turn into Siamese twins now between the West and China it wasn't even uh, Bill Clinton it was before that because Reagan was one of the first presidents right. to meet with I'm the saying because Na- I'm saying when NAFTA got signed of course, like, yeah. like that's like, that was like the biggest downfall like that's why that's why we're in these conditions that we're in now right yeah like, four million jobs moved from the u.s to china like and because china has a stronghold on the market economy they can do whatever labor. the fuck they want more like, labor less yeah, regulations exactly. it was such a short-sighted yeah uh, it, policy and now china's thinking ahead like they're, they're, they don't have tun- tunnel vision and so they're investing and they're owning all of these african countries through debt and then that's what's going on it's not just that they are thinking ahead which is a great thing i think Obviously, oh, prop, I don't, I don't support them, the government, but it's the fact that um, they have a more uh, authoritarian, or maybe you want to say that, uh, a longer ter- a longer serving mm-hmm. uh, leadership, and that allows them to think more ahead because exactly uh, a plan. When there's that cohesiveness in the government like sure. that, like with one party, yeah. you're able to get stuff done like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have one like say one person institutes a policy or mm-hmm. towards more infrastructure, or a social program. Uh, they know they can get that done by the time their term is done, even if it's 10 years, because mm. they know they're not going to be out of government exactly. in four, exactly. three years. Right? It's, it's a very complicated, it's a hot topic issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just have to see what's going to happen in these uh, in these coming weeks, in the coming months. But yeah. hopefully uh, democracy uh, prevails. Uh, that's what we can really hope for. And hopefully no more lives are lost on either side. But uh, let's move on now to our main story, which is Morality. In life, there is what you are supposed to do and what you actually do. Sometimes those are the same things. Morality is a set of principles or a code of conduct. Each individual has their own set of morals, but are they universal? On today's show, we discuss where morals come from and if we all possess the same ones. As a reminder, we are live on Facebook, so make sure to comment on our feed to have your thoughts read live on air. So let's begin. Uh... We asked our viewers a question. Sam, do you want to pull up the the yes, uh, thing? Yes, I have so, it right here. So the question was, remind our viewers, uh, <laughs> is morality subjective oh, or so is had, it objective? And how many more. people voted? So uh, 70 people voted, 70% said morality is subjective, and 30% said morality was objective. Okay. Um, and, and the numbers I can get you? Yeah. Uh, 49 said morality was subjective, 21 were correct, and said morality was objective. 
Well, that's that's a bold statement. Uh, narcissism appears as finest example. Yep. Clearly, you believe that morality <laughs> is objective. Amara, what do you believe? Just I think subjective or objective? It's subjective. Subjective. And Daniel? Uh, it's subjective. Subjective. Okay. Uh, I would also agree that it's subjective. So <laughs> Really? Su- subjective. Oh, I'm surprised yeah. by that. Okay. Why is, why is that? No, I just thought that, that about your answer. Like, like we've talked about politics yeah. and everything, so, it's, you know, it's all good. Well, you know, this is a very... Uh, open forum and based on the people that act, that actually voted like it, it wasn't really a conservative liberal issue like a lot of people voted exactly exactly but just looking at the way people voted it's not evident you know some conservatives mm. say that it's uh objective some liberals say that it's subjective some conservatives say it's subjective some say it's uh objective mm-hmm. um you know it's what so why do you believe that now let's talk in let's talk in more detail. Why do you believe, um, Sam? We're going to start you since you have mm-hmm. the minority opinion today. Sure. Why do you believe it's objective? Uh, sure. So I think morality is objective. Well, like, can I just I'll, I'll set my little foundation first because I, I think if I jump ahead, it won't be coherent. Um, in the absence of, I, I got some notes for this. This is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in the absence of an immaterial or a non-material uh, authority. So not not the state. So in the absence of something that's immaterial, morality can only be constructed by human beings, and we can, we know that human beings are infa- uh, they're fallible. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. They're flawed, and if your authority can only be enforced because you have uh, a greater, a higher power. So no, no. If you have a yeah, a little bit, but if you have if your morality is only justifiable and able to be enforced because you have a greater monopoly on power, i.e. the state, you have more guns, or just because more people agree with you, I don't think that's a good system to have morality uh, or to oppose one. And it loses its... It loses its... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's losing its, it loses its authority if the only thing behind it is majority opinion, i.e. laws in an indirect fashion, or uh, the state imposing it through a greater ability to project violence so you're saying they're not really morals if they're owned by like a system or someone that's in power if they're created by humans yeah. okay so you're saying like that it would include the state that mm-hmm. would include um like religions obviously right like that would- no because religion the the moral system would come from something immaterial which would be a god okay so but- you believe that morals come from religion yeah do you daniel um i don't know I think I think they started off from religion, but like I think like our society, like the definitions change and stuff like that, and it comes off like like our our world is changing, and so like our morals have to change with it, like our values have to change with it. I'm not saying it has to be completely radical and stuff like that, but I'm saying regardless of your religion or where what uh, citizenship you have, like everyone should have, I guess. A general set of morals that's no one's here to debate that but i think the problem is people justifying their morals people justifying their decisions based off of um like their own personal experience anecdotal experience i guess like that's the problem um i think i think my main problem is um people thinking that they're morally good regardless of if you're whether you're moral or not but people that think they're good people because they are uh, attached because they're part of some specific community or something like that. I think that's my problem. I think someone individually can create their own morals and still be a good person, you know? Uh, that, that would be like a, a Kantian view of morals, that as long the only thing that matters is your, 
what's what's the word he uses um as long as your objective or as long as your intention yourself is perceived as good then that defines a good morality or a good decision or a good person so but, to speak yeah or yeah but he's he defined it specifically towards um decisions so if your intention is good mm-hmm. which i failed to see how you can determine if your intention is good uh on, on a broader scale I mean, like anyone can believe even a sick person can believe their intentions are good, right? But, be com- but can you be committing a moral wrong? Um, so that's the problem I see with personal morality: mm-hmm. is uh, personal intention can still be immoral, right? You know, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like in, ex- like in example, like I went to a concert, and I don't know if you guys know us. I have a little bit of a black eye, like a small one, and like a cut. Yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, you can zoom up oh, there, yeah. like one there, right there. And like a little bump there. Whoa. I went to Rebel, like the Ski Mask, the Some Guy concert. Horrible decisions. Just a bunch of fucking like 17 and 18 year olds just, <laughs> just going crazy. I'm, I guess I'm getting too old for this shit. But. And you wonder and you why got I listen. in the face? Yeah. I, 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 but see, I was just heated for the night, like in general. And like, it's like, I wanted to take my anger out, but like, I'm realized like these kids, like they don't know how to, they don't know how to go to a concert. This is like their second yeah. concert ever. So well, was it like a mosh pit? Or yeah, they punch? were moshing and stuff oh, like that. Okay. But like, like some Wait. kids just trying to like mess. Yeah, I don't know. Never mind. He actually zoomed in on you. That's yeah, it's like, I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. So well, like the point. Here's w- the point. Here's the point. Like the, there's a girl like sitting in the back. Like she has. Like, she's taped up. Like she can't walk anymore. Like she like fucked up her knee or something. Like me. Like. Like I like I already knew from the get go. Like, I'm not trying to flirt with this girl like right now. Like I just wanted to sit down. And I was pissed off at my friend. I'm like I asked her straight up. Like hey, can I sit here and stuff? So she's like yeah, that's cool, no problem. So I got to know her and stuff like that. Now most people people could probably like if someone's looking into this situation, they could see me and be like, oh, this guy's clearly trying to hit on her, or they're trying to like um, have some ulterior motive and stuff like that. But like no, like I like, it's. Me like I'm I'm trying to like change like, my who I am as a person like with my morals and stuff like that and like trying to just in general become a better person and I think it's 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 important to exercise recognize your own bias in certain situations and trying to like figure out how to reach the situation differently. So I think me like as a long time ago I would originally just talk to that girl just to try and flirt with her and stuff like that. But from me for me I was coming from a different perspective trying to be treat her as an equal treat her with respect treat her differently like not treat her as the way i normally treat a, a women or as people that i was interested in so i don't like i think like in that particular situation i acted morally good because i was i wasn't looking for my own interest i wasn't looking for something from her i wasn't like I, at that but the only thing i was looking for was like a friend and that's it and but i were made you, a friend were you like acting that. morally good objectively believe- or subjectively yeah, I think I was like subjectively, yeah, because like for some people they would probably like only do that because they were looking for something different or something like that or like I don't know. I think it's like, it's a case by case basis, I guess. But objectively though, you weren't doing anything wrong. But so objectively, I think that's the wrong question. Yeah. If it's yeah. more like he he didn't do anything wrong, so I don't think it'd be immoral. I mean, you could argue going to the the Rebel. nobody said it was immoral, but <laughs> yeah, but the that, question that was is definitely morally wrong to go to Rebel one hundred percent of that part. But yeah. talking to but, someone who's injured themselves and being kind, like I got to right. know her, I got to know her friends after and stuff like that. Like, but it was, the, it was the, very nice. the question I'm asking mm-hmm. is, it's not about being immoral, but the concept of it being moral. Wouldn't you say it's objective because you weren't doing anything wrong instead of subjective? Just because some people would perceive it differently, objectively, yeah. you're not doing anything wrong. But see, but like, like, here's the problem with that with that type of argument. Like, who like defines what objectiveness is? How do we come a con- to a consensus with that? 
Like, 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 like Jewish people are going to come to a different consensus on how to treat some issue. It's the same way uh, Muslims will. It's the same way Catholics and Christians will. And that's where we're going next. Like, Who decides what is moral? How does a society decide what laws come into play well, based we on morality? elect officials, the mm -hmm. people elect officials, and they propose laws and then they mm. vote like we elect our officials to decide what is laws they're supposed to represent our morals and values i think it goes i think it goes way deeper than that i think it goes just because like morals were only created by people who were educated like before the printing press and the age of enlightenment and stuff like that all of these morals were created by people who were educated that were accessed and were part of a religious institution that's what happened so like they they were the people who created the morals first, and then they taught the morals to everyone else who was uneducated in the Middle Ages and stuff like that. So morals come from religion. Yeah, and that's why they were considered objective because they come from these institutions. Now our morals can be every individual person can have their own set of morals. That, that's a very uh, that's a very Marxist, a postmodernist view of uh, morality. I think that's something that's only emerged. Um, out of the mid. I mean, I don't century. consider myself a Marxist or like mean, a postmodernist. I, I understand, but I understand but, like what but, you're coming. But from. that line of thought came out of specifically like the Frankfurt School and okay. postmodernism. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, give, think, I don't I think, give it. I think what I'm trying to do is a bit more like individualist and libertarian on my perspective sure. of trying to like everyone create their own morals and stuff. Like I guess even like the non-aggression principle. Like as long like treat everyone with respect and as long as they're not violating your rights and your infringement of your liberty. I think that's the oh, most God. important thing. But I'm not like that's like <laughs> that's like a separate. Issue. Like, I don't know. Uh, I think the the propensity that peoples and uh, even religions have to construct their own states, where they have a religion, you, you can say it's separated from the state, whatever. It's a majority um, historically. It's because people realize that for morality to have authority and for it to have some credence, it needs to be it needs to be objective. They can't. There can't be any disagreement. In, on a ma macro scale, right? I mean, people can disagree on small things, sure. Um, but uh, people segregate themselves because they realize they want to be with people that think like them. And to have something so fickle as, uh, you know, people vote, and that's how we determine morality, I think is... So we should go back to, like, tribalism in a sense? No, like, no. Like, is that... No, just like a healthy, you know, nationalism. Right. Uh, How, yeah, I... That's very difficult to do, though, to create like a healthy nationalism. The problem with that is like people are going to construe nationalism with like with race and religion and all of this stuff to 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 like to share that have shared interests in order to reach their goals. Well, that's what a nation is, right? Shared interests, and, and most nations in the history of the world have been uh, the f extensions of either tribal uh, mm -hmm. feelings or mm -hmm. to a lesser degree religious. But I mean, that's just just reality. It's just human nature. Yeah, like we. But it's, I, th I think it goes into even a deeper conversation of, like, are humans innately evil or innately good? I think on, on the basis of, like, more morality and stuff like well, that. That'd be, like, a religious argument. And you right. can say that man has the, the capability for both. Yes. And it's the decision between those two right. things which determines a good person. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. So, But, uh, Mari, do you have something to say? No. No? Well, <laughs> uh, you know, this this... So morals, you think... Sam are completely objective. Do you believe that new morals can come into play nowadays that are still objective? Because, for example, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I want to mention this, but for example, people, some people think that the belief that there are more than two genders is an objective moral. Like morally, you you like it's wrong to not identify somebody by their pronouns. Just as an example, mm -hmm. now subjectively, you mm -hmm. would say 
that that's not wrong. But to them, it's objective. Um, objectively, to a lot of people, gay marriage should be legal, and it and it is legal, and there's no problem with it. Mm-hmm. To some people, um, it is wrong. But which one is objective? Which one's subjective? Well, I think the difference is to what degree you would be willing, if if you thought morality was objective, to enforce those. Uh, and people around you, specifically in the law of the country you're in. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. It's yeah, just, I was confused with that too. Like, I know just, you're trying to it's relate just it about, to like, It's homo- just about how do you decide really what, like, if, you're, if your idea is that you have the right objective morals, uh-huh. how do you as a person determine that? Because it, wouldn't that be subjective that you think you have the objective morals? No. Why is that? You just think that you have the right morals. Where do you get your morals from? Well, I'm sure most people, I would like to become more uh, Christian in the future. So the Bible. Yeah, I'd just imagine the Bible. Is what you like and to I, for yeah, and a lot of people in different countries, you know. How old is that own. book again? Was it pretty old? Two, pretty old right? Yeah, pretty old. <laughs> really old. Yeah. And that's I'm a good very thing. Old. You know, to stand the test of time. Um, but I'm not, I'm not religious right now, and uh, I'd like to be in the future, but I imagine that most people would derive their So you're not a, religious, but you get your morals from religion. I understand that my or from the Bible. I understand that my morals uh, have their roots in a religious context. Yeah, I would say I would agree. I would say that my morals started off as religious uh, because of my environment, like growing up at a uh, elementary and a secondary Catholic schools. But um, <coughs> bless. You. Excuse me. Um, I think that changes over time. I think. Depending on your personal experiences, and like I know, like anecdotal evidence is not the best, but I think that changes people. Like, if you see like injustice or something like that, that changes people. If you see something, if you go through a traumatic experience and something like that, your morals are going to change. If you become aware of a very contentious issue, your morals are going to change and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, I think even there's super religious people that maybe have They're a the worst people member. ever. They're the biggest pieces of shit. I'm I think, sorry. I'm I'm just I think that's say, a joke. That's, that's, my, that's have, my personal opinion. One at a time. Sorry. I wasn't talking about... Hey, my bad. Hey, one <laughs> at a time. Comment Go ahead, on religious people. I was just going to say that there could be a super, super religious, <laughs> a very fundamental person who thinks that, for example, gay marriage is horrible, and then they have a brother or friend or a cousin that comes out, and they change that, and they think that they, they, they support gay marriage, and they would say that that morally still coincides with the Bible. But that's wrong, though. In terms of, like, I don't if you, know, if you Jesus wrong, and loving each other. If you were to follow the Bible word for word, that is not the interpretation. That's what did Jesus I say? Well, I'm just, I was having this conversation with Elliot. Yeah. I was he just said, saying they would say... Elliot, I'm please not, tell me what Jesus said. I know, I know exactly <laughs> I don't, what you I don't know what Jesus I'm said. Not, what did he uh, say? Religious. What did he say, Sam? He said, uh, do not... Uh, those who without sin... Throw the first, first stone? So, for, cast the cast first stone. Yeah, yeah. That's and, fine. That's not what I was referring but, to, but go ahead. <laughs> at the end Come of on. that, he says, but go and sin no more. It's not a forgiveness without, you know... But he says if Change you're not behavior, sinning... But, yeah. Isn't that, an, like, un, isn't that well, an unrealistic expectation for, for us to not sin? Just, like, no, yeah. The whole point of the whole point of it... innately sinful? Isn't that yes. the point of like baptism and yeah. stuff? I, I get... Yes. Like, I, the, the, the whole... The idea about like repentance and like forgiveness yeah. and stuff like that—that's like, like you can't just do, you can't just follow one little part of the Bible of the practice and that's it. You have to cherry pick. You have to be consistent with your with yep. your thing. And I do appreciate Sam being consistent with his logic because most people aren't with that kind of stuff. They're they're gonna flip flop and stuff I like agree. that. So I'll re- I respect that like in his opinions and stuff. But like the problem is, I see lots of lots of people who identify as very very religious and stuff like that. But in their day to day lives and stuff like that, they don't practice what they preach. Is it possible to? 
fundamentally, uh, like, I guess, do what the Bible says in 2019? Like, yeah. can you 100% morally follow it's not, biblical rules? You, you can attempt to follow it. And attempt. as long... L- listen... You can attempt to follow it, and as long as you seek forget to my understanding, I'm not a Christian. <laughs> right? There's always a backdoor. If you can, if you can Go follow ahead. it to the best of your ability, and are still regretful and uh, what's the word? Uh, remorseful. Remorse. So then, couldn't you argue that no. somebody could do things that you consider immoral, no, no. and then just well, be that, repentant, and then they're okay? Well, that's the point. When you, when you have, but if you, if you abuse the system like that, then then it doesn't work. What if like you that. apologize for abusing the system? What no, if it requ- like it, for that? see the problem with this stuff, and that's my gripe with religion that it requires faith. It requires blind faith for this stuff to. Everything has to work like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. But you I, have to trust in a higher power for all of this stuff to make sense. Im- it, this only makes sense in an immaterial context. If it was a material context, yeah, you can lie to a police officer and then do it again, and then serve your time and then do it again. But with an immaterial, all-knowing being like a god you can't you know because god knows like what's in your head and your heart and stuff yeah according to religious people yeah so how is that not subjective how could objectively everybody have the same things in their head and their heart like if jeffrey dahmer was uh you know very he was sick you know a psychopath yeah jeffrey dahmer a serial killer killer. and um sorry yeah uh and he uh i don't know he was repentant for that truly yeah. Is he okay then? That's moral. Like he's he was acting morally in repenting. So somebody who does something, I guess a gay couple who gets married, they're not as moral as Jeffrey Dahmer because he repented before he died. I'm not sure about the details of repentance, but like that. But I don't think you can commit an atrocity like that and just repent quickly. And I think you'd have to show uh, you'd have to be in, you'd have to be in good faith. You can just. But we repent. don't know whether or not it was in good faith. You don't know. You're not. Well, that's what God. I mean, God makes that decision, I guess. Well, I, I want to go back to something that was talked about, about uh, lying to a police officer. Is lying immoral? Uh, Does it in any... It depends. Is it, is it ever okay to lie? And yes. in what circumstances? I'm going back with my original state like statement, how it's a case-by-case basis. That's yep. why our legal system is built this way. As much as I hate our legal system, I'm currently like... like I don't know if I gave you an update on this, but like I kind of started off as like a law clerk, like working for like a. No, you didn't tell me. For like a for like a small firm, I guess, pretty much. Like thought we were friends. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, sorry, where was I going? You with were this? a law clerk. You work at no, as a law no, no, clerk. before that. Lying, lying to the police. Lying, yeah, like on case by case basis. Yeah, like like cases. like that's how the legal system works. Like it's a case by case basis. Like like well, um. What was it? I think like Jihadi Jack or whatever the Englishman who like went to 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 like to the Middle East to fight for ISIS and stuff like that. They want to try to re-educate him and stuff like that. Most of the general population are gonna look at his morals and stuff like that, or look at our values, and they're gonna be like, like, why would I want this guy back into society? You know. Well, in terms of of lying, even I think something like, um, I knew I met a Holocaust survivor who mm. was uh, he didn't look Jewish. He had like blonde hair and green eyes and stuff, and he lied so that he didn't die, mm. That's I would not say that's immoral. Uh, or right. things like that, mm. or I don't know, yeah, just lying, you can lie about things like your sexuality or something. So there could be life and death situations in which I think you should lie so you don't mm-hmm. die. Sam? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's... So lying as a whole <laughs> is not immoral? No, I think it's usually immoral. But it depends on the situation. Yeah, if you're lying subjective. to... No. If you're lying to a... In, in, if you're lying to protect your own life from an evildoer or someone who's out to i don't know it's this is but so, what if it's, it's a so situation specific i can't just, i feel like it's a utilita- it's like a utilitarian thing like if you seek like true like if the like your means justify like a good positive goal no i don't like that no, no. okay hold fine. on Whatever. hold on 
if then you're lying, yourself. hold on. If you're lying mm-hmm. to protect your own life, so you're you're saying lying as a whole is immoral, right? Mm, yeah, most right? cases. Okay, so you would say that that Holocaust survivor, for example, no, it was, it, wait, 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 wait. It was <laughs> it was it was God's plan oh. for them to die. What? I don't think Whoa. it was. What? No, I don't. <laughs> what is I don't, with, I don't agree with Sam, but I don't think cool I get Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> because if you're saying, <laughs> that's my question to you. Because yeah. if lying Did God is planned for him to lie, or is that what you're asking? No, because if lying is immoral, let me just finish my sentence okay, before I'm, anyone I'm jumps so in. Sorry. Uh, well, if li- <laughs> I don't go. I don't speak. If lying is immoral, yeah. That person shouldn't have lied because their destiny was to die. Was is that part of God's plan? Because you believe that religion is, is the all the be all, all knowing, the be all end all. No, I think you should lie. In but that it's situation. immoral in that situation. So lying is so morality is subjective. No, it's not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because you're gonna die if you don't do that. Yeah, but you would. You just said that overall lying is immoral. Yeah, but in certain situations, it's not. So it depends on the situation. It's not objectively immoral. Yeah, but there's a rule. The rule is don't lie. Unless you're going to die. Yeah, I, if you want to... In these situations, if you it's okay to lie. Don't lie to be self-serving. Mm-hmm. That would be your rule. Yeah, Don't lie to be... Well, self-serving. Uh, he didn't want to die. That's self-serving. Okay, I think that goes a little bit beyond self-serving. No. I think we can make that understanding. So I think I think self-preservation is a good excuse yeah. for, for doing those actions. Like... Okay, let's talk about something more specific. Um, is uh, premarital sex moral? Um, no. No? No. What's immoral about premarital sex? Uh, do you want me to give you the religious argument or the, you know, just the... I religious, don't know how you ba- justify a, reli- a religious argument advocating for premarital no, sex? No, Or not no. advocating, but saying like it's okay. No, he's saying it's wrong. No, no, it's wrong. But oh, you're I saying know. it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not talking about promiscuity. I'm talking about having sex with somebody before you are legally married. Or okay. religiously married. Before you're married. So prom- not prom- I'm not, not talking not, about you're promiscuity. You're not talking about promiscuity. Yeah. Just one person. Just two people me. in a long-term committed relationship yeah. that aren't married. Okay. What's immoral about them ha- about them having sex? Uh, I don't. It could. The thing is, it's difficult because not a lot of relationships are like that. My parents were together for twenty five years okay. before they got married. That's an anecdote, I think. It's, it's, it's I think as a it's a fact. Not- it's a fact. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank I you, understand, Elliot. but <laughs> yeah, anecdotes can be facts and still anecdotes. Uh, I think you have to understand these rules as uh, broad and applied to masses of people at once. And if you were to say. Uh, well, this 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 rule only applies if you're in long-term relationships, but we can't determine what that is, uh, and only you know promiscuity is bad. That loses its sense of authority, and it's not as effective as it could be. But what's immoral about mm-hmm. having sex with somebody before you're married with them? Uh, before you before you're that, married to them, sorry. I also yeah. just you didn't do a covenant. That's what before you go, you answer that. I just want to go back to what you said. If it's a broad range, mm-hmm. you like about five, tw- ten minutes ago, you talked about specific parts of the Bible that must be followed. But if this is a broad yeah. range, how how do you determine what's broad and what's what's uh, specific. specific? I don't follow. Okay, answer Mara's <laughs> question. Yeah, like what's immoral about two people in a in a relationship um, having sex if they're not married? What's immoral um, about that? Because they could have a child outside of wedlock. And I what's guess? immoral about that? Um, you know, a, a union between a man and a woman is the best place to raise a child. I agree. But we, uh, you're you can 
be unified without being married. Like you know, in I'm a, asking yeah. about in marriage. a legal system, isn't it like but ten years or some? If they some people live together, three years. But three that's years? to be common law. Okay, married. there we go. Yeah. But then there's like the legal definition of marriage and the, the religious. No, but I'm asking about that. Like, if you yeah. don't, let's throw, like let's talk about the religious definition of marriage. Okay. If you go get married in a church before that, if you have a child, mm-hmm. what's immoral about that? They still have a mother and a father that are together in the same household, operating as a family. Sure, but, yep. but do they have the? Let's just this is the not the religious argument, but do they have that same bond that binds them together then I don't, if they were not to, or I mean, if they I'm going to be, be anecdotal because my sure. parents were together for a long time. I don't think um, anything really changed for them. They were together for 25 years before they got married. Sure, but so do you understand how your really anecdote changed. might um, change your opinion on non-married people having children? Mm, somewhat. I think mm. that I, like, you didn't really answer my question. Like, what about not being married makes it bad to have a child between two people who are in a committed relationship. Like if you live in a house with your mom and your dad and they're just not married, like they just don't wear rings, but other than that, they're completely together. What's legally they're not married? about that? Legally, they're not married, no. Uh, or religiously, like they're not married. Okay, well, there's there's no uh, there's no legal binding. If you want to talk about legal, there's no legal binding between those two parties. Um, it'd be It'd be less difficult to initiate a separation between... Yeah, but we're not uh, talking two about... Two types of people. We just said legal. Being, we're not talking about separation. I'm talking about what's immoral about that family mm-hmm. as it exists, not if they separate. Because it's less it's less beneficial to the child. How is it less beneficial to the child for the parents not to be married legally or religiously? Because I guess there's a greater likelihood that the, the child could be raised by a single parent and children that are raised by single parents are at higher rates. So of, it has nothing to do with the actual like existence of that relationship. It yes. just has to do with what might happen. Because well, you can, parents get divorced well, all the time. Yes, you don't People run a divorced parents. Running a red light is legal because you might. Just because you ran a red light and nothing happened doesn't mean that it's bad. And we understand that running a red light is dangerous. Yeah, understand? but running a red light, you might kill somebody. Yeah. If your parents don't get married but that, that's and they an stay together, what's the issue? But that's the analogy, right? That's okay. The but ro- answer the question: What's sure. the issue if they don't separate and they stay together and they're not married? Is that how a risk? is that immoral? Is that a risk you'd like to apply to you know hundreds of thousands of people? What? It already is applied to hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, it's not a illegal bad thing. to have a child I, I, outside if of I, if I You're could, not answering the question. Yes. What's wrong with that situation? Because there's a greater likelihood they could be so raised by So there's nothing wrong single... with the situation. Yes. There's something wrong with what Can might happen. Can you not see that they're connected? If you're if, you're, if you have children exists. if you're if you have children outside of a religious or legal context, you're more likely to be raised by a single parent down the line. And being raised by a single parent down the line has factual consequences towards that child. Oh. Consequences I'd like to avoid. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? The greater, more likely to be incarcer- incarcerated, less likely to have a successful yeah, job in the future. Yeah, I understand that single parents don't necessarily raise successful children. That's we're not talking that's about the single family it. households, though. No if one would you, argue that that's most moral. people that have children outside of marriage. Do, don't fifty percent of marriages end in divorce nowadays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent of divorces start with marriage. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Uh, I don't know. Well, like, I think that's difficult to say. Like, uh, I don't. Like it's a case by case basis. Like, like agree. someone could easily say, like, like an example. Like, I think we just need to we need to take off the framing of the question because, like, I feel like we're only taking the framing that, like, like your opinion, I guess, is that like healthy relationships are only like valid if they maintain this legal or religious standard and stuff like well, that. Yeah. So let's talk about though, Sam. If you believe that our world pre- is changing, pre- is what I'm saying. Our world doesn't think like we are in the 16th century anymore. Sorry, if you. Uh, believe that premarital sex, for example, is immoral, mm-hmm. and you believe that you have the objective morals, the correct morals. Do you believe that your objective morals should be law? That what? 
Your morals sex could, should yeah. be illegal. Yeah. Premarital sex should be legal. No, I don't think at any point no. in history it's been illegal. Unless you're talking about like, I'm adultery talking laws. about your personal beliefs. Yeah, Do you yeah. believe that your beliefs should be law? Some of them, maybe. Do you believe I mean, that premarital? I think anyone Do you believes be- their beliefs should be law. I mean, that's what. Um. Nah. No. Mm. Most people aren't that narcissistic. Okay. Well, your beliefs are all uh, support, supported by the establishment. Not all of you them. You don't disagree no. with anyone controversial. That's not true. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're for abortion and uh, all those other things I don't want to talk about. So yeah, I you brought why. it up. Yeah. yeah exactly. You it, yeah. Nobody else opened that door. I feel like okay. you have the most to lose. See, okay. like, I'll, I'll give you an example. It's it's hard. That it's easy to say. Well, I don't want to impose my will on anyone when your opinions align perfectly with the but current legal structure. But maybe that should tell you something. Structure. What? That your views don't align with any legal structure, like any of the legal Very, establishment uh, Yeah, nowadays. the legal establishment in the last 10 years isn't something I would li- give a lot of weight to, or would I call it moral, all right? My, the views Justin I... Justin Trudeau's knocking at your door asking what you think. <laughs> I, I think that my morals and uh, what I believe in comes through uh, thousands of years of history and tried and true practices. And uh, that's I mean, how I judge them. We can I argue think that those practices weren't necessarily beneficial th- for most people, and there's a reason that they changed. Do you think just because something changes, I I think that's a dangerous thing to walk just to, just to say because it's the future and things have changed. I didn't that, say that. Well, that's, that's what you're what implying. That's like what you're implying. All. No, I'm just saying that there's probably a reason that things like um, you were talking about how uh, a healthy relationship nowadays can mm-hmm. exist outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. That's not necessarily saying that marriage should be gone. But, I don't think marriage isn't I like. Th- should why, why do you think? Um, I think the most important thing is exercising your agency and be independent, be an individual, be who you want. Like regardless if like I disagree with everything that Sam says and he has to like disagree with me. Like like thankfully we're in a country where i'm allowed to do whatever the fuck i want and so is he you know like look, obviously within reason and stuff like that but like but like, that reason is about subjectivity or objectivity yeah but like i don't like but like my thing is like if it's not hurting you personally if it's not personally negatively affecting your life like why is or that, anybody's life. yeah or like like, is and, it, like that's like that's the main issue is, is like the main thing right there like i think it's a little bit um it's naive to understand how uh culture and society can influence a bunch of individuals through policy or just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, speeches, you know, tangentially. Um, But, like, individual actions can affect the whole, and that's, if they're bad decisions, that's bad for everyone else. I don't understand this, this... People aren't living in these so inc- encased that? bubbles where their in- their their decisions don't impact anywhere else. Let's Especially see, on when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people. Let's use the premarital sex example then. Sure. So you're saying somebody in a long term relationship should get married for the greater good of society to have children, if that's their goal. Of they should. So yeah, let's say they want to have a kid. So they yeah. should get even if they don't want to, they should get married. Yeah, if they're in a relationship. I but how think. is that? If they don't want to do it, why sh- is it moral to force them to do something that they don't want to or do? What if they just straight up don't want to get married? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, is it moral to try to, I guess, pressure them, encourage them, put yeah. societal pressure on yeah, them definitely. to get married? Yeah, yeah. To do something that they don't want to do. That's moral to force so you- somebody to do something they don't want to do. Yeah, I would I would liken that to gay conversion therapy. You're forcing somebody to do something oh, they no, don't want to do. I don't, but electric shock therapy, isn't that what they did? You just like it, uh, like having a kid and not being married to running red lights. So I think. Yeah. Make well, no, that, my comparison. analogy was just because. I understand what it was. I'm just rule, saying he can make the comparison to gay conversion therapy. I don't think so. I think that's an incendiary comparison. Mm. Um, I don't think it's constructive either. Uh, the analogy well, I it, used for running a red light is running the red light is a rule. Just because every time you run it doesn't mean... the analogy was. Mean... You don't have to explain it to me again. I get okay, it. Okay, well, I was. I thought you were confused. No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. 
Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was a lot to process. When you talk about morality and mm-hmm. cultures, do you believe that morality is culturally relative? Do you believe? See, because you say that you have the again. I'm going to go back to this. You believe that you have. I don't the, think it's just. I don't think it's me. I I tend to prescribe more to a Christian belief, and I'd like to explore that further when I become more educated in it. Um, but your your yeah. your belief, the, your statements are that you believe you have the objective morals. Would uh, would you me? say yes? You believe that your morals are the objective right morals because you are you follow Christian morals. Yeah, I, I tend to think those are, and I prescribe. So to the you. ones that you have. Yeah, because sure. of whatever, yeah, but okay. the ones that you have. I, I don't like this uh, insinuation that I just made them up. and No, nobody said you made no. them up, Okay, okay. but you, your just but, belief system sure. is that you have the right ones. But yeah. the question is, is morality culturally relative? So say that you you weren't a Christian. Would your morals be objective? Like, how would that... Can I give an example? Like, Yeah, go ahead. Like, like, I think the biggest example is like, how our culture, like regardless of like geographic location, like our culture has completely normalized circumcision under males. Like that is a, that is a perfect example of morality and stuff like that. Some people example. have a more some people have morally justify get uh, having their child to be circumcised because they don't want to. Like I'm sorry for these terms, but they don't want to clean the schmegma that's coming out <laughs> of their, their penis. Like, or they think it looks I'm using weird. The correct, and they yeah, don't want them they to think feel it weird. looks weird exactly. Or yeah, and like but like if we look at these systems and stuff like that, like 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 all of these institutions that have been part of our culture, these are just the select few, the elite that have a certain way of thinking, and they want us to think in this very specific way yeah and they use these systems to make us think like that whether it be like Karl Marx wanting to everyone think that oh we're the proletarian we want to kill like off the rich or something like that yeah. yeah eat the rich or if you're um Turning point, like Candace Owens, like super, but, super conservative. You know, like it's it yeah, depends. Candace Owens is not a conservative. I resent that. I'm just saying. Fine. She, she calls herself a fine. She's yeah. lying. She's like, she's uh, she's she's a piece of shit too. There. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay we, we can agree on Thank that. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I'm, that's what I'm saying though. It's relative and stuff like that. Like. Like circumcision is accepted not only under Jew- Jewish people, but like, is, like is, is Muslim some, people, is Muslim people yeah. got Catholics and Christians and stuff like that. But like, if you look at what's going on right now, everywhere on there's a whole like Twitter storm about how female genital mutil- female genital mutilation mm-hmm. is happening in Africa. Like we need to be consistent with this stuff. If we, I think, I think even though we have a different like, opinions, I think there is a, there is a possibility to have like a general basic set of rules of morality like basic ones that could be objective those are objective in the sense that like yes like uh be respectful to others and um try to live your life like with as with as least amount of sin as possible or something like that but like like there's just certain things that are wrong and they have been created like 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 the problem is that we've created right and wrong based off of institutions that were designed to control and oppress people that's the problem like religion has has done that, the state has done that in every sense. Like regardless of left or leaning or right leaning and stuff. Like I'm not trying to get into that dichotomy right now. Like that's not what that's not well, what's important here. Well, let's talk about that. We mentioned that uh, we have certain right and wrong. We have s- some objective things that are wrong that are governed by the state. Let's talk about going back to our capital punishment episode. Sure. Um, is it ever right to kill someone? Yes. Yes. Yeah, if they're gonna kill you or your family or somebody, even. no capital punishment. For example, so is is like the death penalty moral? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think if the state decides uh, that that person deserves to die, I think it is moral. I think murder in some cases is moral, and uh, like so, it is okay is to moral. kill people sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, it depends sometimes. on the situation. Sam, I'm not too educated on the specifics of how 
the Bible deals with capital punishment, but I believe there are justifications or there are there are um, instances where people that had committed crimes or uh, I guess offenses towards other people were executed. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, even even regardless, if I were to take a religious perspective on it, I, I think that the state has the right to execute people. Well, what about the opinion of pacifists who believe there shouldn't be no wars, there should be no murders. To them, that's objectively moral. Well, they should read a history book. That's like denying our human nature. (laughs) Even like, even if you view to a religious perspective. No conflict. (laughs) Even even if you were to look at a religious perspective or even a Christian perspective, which does to a certain degree uh, believe in uh, the peace among men, if you really want to call that. I mean, that's like it's a very complex sorry, interpretation. Sorry, say that? Peace, what, what? Peace among men? Like I'm not familiar with... Sorry. You can... Anyway. Okay, sorry. Uh, I think it it kind of dissuades conflict, right? So if you... um, Where was I going with this? Shit. Peace of men? Among no. men. Among men. Uh, we can circle back to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't Because we don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, I got confused too, so that's why. Yeah. I had oh. it. There you go. In a you it's know, okay. It's gone. It happens. It's that happened to me. All, the, like, how many times did that happen to me on the air? Probably the like ninety five percent. hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, now I go. I now I know. Oh, of okay. course, you got it now. All right, I got it. Sorry. Uh, even if you Facebook were to look poll last week. Oh, <laughs> even if you were look, to look at it from a religious perspective, the the Bible. I, I think almost all religions acknowledge that man is flawed and has a propensity for violence, whether justified or not. Uh, so even a pacifist interpretation or a pacifist view of the world is contrary to even, a, I think, even the most basic religious view of it. I think it's just idealistic and completely uneducated. Interesting. Amara? What? Pacifism? Just the, the idea about, about murder, because you believe that, for I example, think... capital punishment. Well, you believe that, that uh, uh, morals are subjective, so that's fine. That, I was just going to, yeah. yeah, like, I think it'd that's be fine. nice that's if the they correct, were... That's the correct opinion. Salty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You've been oh, interrogating sorry. me for the last hour. No, no, no. Salty. I play, I, I, I am the intermediary, but mm. when you say that, and you started the show with... The, yeah, the exactly. correct people voted objective. That was tongue-in-cheek. Come on. Yeah, so was this. Funny. Believe me. Oh. Um, I remember, just, I I'm was, here for everybody. <laughs> I was just going to say... See, hold on, hold on. You see, you've seen, if you watched the show last week, you saw how much me and Amara disagreed, right? Oh. And Jessica. Yeah, and Jessica. But now you guys are see? together right now. But, yeah, now but you, see, yeah. you see, everybody has a change of opinion. As a, as a host, I have certain opinions, but generally for shows that I don't, I, uh, I'm... Um, <laughs> you stay out of it. I, I, I kind of, I, I manage, I um, manage. So I think it would be nice if there were no wars or violence or conflict ever, and we could all be, you know, happy... Yeah, it'd be nice too hands. if everyone has a Tesla too, you know? That but yeah, exactly. Sweet, it's, like... it's not uh, realistic. Um, that's all I have to say, really. <laughs> I think, yeah, murder is justifiable in some cases. I even think, you know, um, I don't know if you're going to ask a question, but the the Heinz situation, like yes, I think theft yes. is moral mm-hmm. in some Sorry, situations. So I'm going to, yeah, yeah. Go. so yeah, good. Thank you for bringing well, that someone's up. Someone's stealing ketchup? Th- Th- hold on. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Um, no one's going to steal my ketchup. I love ketchup. But let's talk about the Heinz dilemma. Disgusting. This is a question about disgusting. Yeah. You don't like ketchup? No, I just your jokes. That's awesome. Oh, okay. My jokes? My jokes? No, Ellie's all jokes. You're, you're cool. I just like ketchup. Thanks. What the hell's the wrong problem with ketchup that? Ketchup and Jesus. Not at the same time. Exactly. See, um, see this, this like mental illogicalness that's coming out of him. <laughs> there you go. I know that wasn't a word. I'm sorry. You no, are aware this is the Rabin report. <laughs> no, right? no bully. No bully. <laughs> So, the Heinz Dilemma. Oh, now I get why the Russians switched to ketchup. Okay. Imagine... Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Sorry, uh, I haven't. He's, okay. the, he's the embodiment of dad jokes. That's what he does. Imagine the following dilemma. <laughs> a woman is dying and there's only one drug that can save her life. The druggist paid $200 for the materials and charges $2,000 for the drug. The woman's husband, Heinz, asked everyone he knows for money, but he could only collect $1,000. He offered this to the druggist, but the druggist refused. What kind Desperate, of wording? <laughs> I'm not done. Druggist? Desperate. De- that's what it was written. Right. Desperate, Heinz broke into the lab and stole the drug for his wife. Should he have done this? Was this moral? Yeah, I think that was um, moral. I don't necessarily think it was immoral. His wife is going to die, so... What's like? See, here's the thing, though. Like, we if we can make that if you use, like, I'm not going to use that example, but if we use a real life example, like, I don't know, like, drop some knowledge about, like, you know how, like, the well, Sackler family, you know, how the Sackler family donates hundreds of millions of dollars to, like, all these art exhibits all across mm-hmm. the, the world. All of that money, if you if you trace back to it, and you look at their company emails and you do your research, you can see how these pharmaceutical companies encouraged. Like putting, like in- encourage this legalized, like cartel style of selling of of narcotics and the prescription right. of opioids. Yeah, it's this yeah. prescription of opioids. We'll yeah, that. exactly. And so, like, and like, how is that any different from Martin Screlly and stuff like that? Or the price about how? What about the price of insulin in the United States? The how fucked up is that? Like, that's like, like, I was like, I I do agree with capitalism. I'm like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying for us to go to socialism or communism or something like that. But when capitalism goes too far, that is a problem when it becomes immoral and stuff like that but let's bring that's it back. a big problem well, let's, let's bring let's it back let's bring it back to the example i want to talk about the example that that i brought up the heinz dilemma sam do you yeah. believe that it's uh, that it was uh should he have done this yeah and i would do it you would yeah. but wouldn't it be immoral what does the bible say about stealing <laughs> stealing in that context i'm not really too sure I'll be honest. But wouldn't the Bible say something specific in, in regards to stealing? <laughs> I feel like probably. Stealing, but to, to save like, your wife or your child. But does the Bible say child? that? I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't read it too much. Okay. Just need to know or, what the Bible says. Yes. Well, that's oh, a very I didn't say, I didn't say what set of terms. I, I didn't say I in the realize. beginning what Jesus said, but my, my <laughs> argument was like he said just to love everyone. That was it. He didn't say to love everyone. Oh, but not the black people. Oh, but not right. the ga- but women. But not the gays. But not this. You know, like there's yeah, like he hung out with like prostitutes and stuff. Yeah, like, yes, but he told them go and sin no more. Why do people forget that last? Why part? does like I don't like, uh, that's like that's like an unrealistic expectation for a deity for a deity to 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 bring upon humans. Like, come on, like no. Yes, it is. Well, in that context, you would get everlasting life. But doesn't religion life, say that we're innately sinful? Like, don't we yes. get baptized at birth because we're born sinful? Yeah. So the deity doesn't even believe that it's yes. possible for us to live without yeah, sin. But if, if, so, you, if, um, if Jesus said, oh, hey, some prostitutes, let me just go hang out with them. Oh, go go ahead, ladies, you're great. And then he just walked away. Do you really think that's that's the, the context? No. No, okay. I don't think that's the argument, though. I think it's just saying that Jesus, well, first and foremost, yeah. was advocating for, like, love and togetherness well, versus I think Jesus, separation. But I think Jesus looked at his environment and, saw, actually, and he, saw a place that was filled with hate. And, like, and, he, and like it's a reflection of what's happening now in 2019 going into 2020. We've become more tribal. We've become... Like, like identity politics is the worst thing ever and stuff like that. And like, I'm going to say this again. I don't forget if I've said this on the show or not. But regardless if Amar is black or a woman or I am different in any particular way or Sam has very different views, like, like, like my original statement is like, we should all be united off of our class. 
and to fight against Ooh. the elite and the stuff 1%. like that. Exactly. We need to be like, I'm not it saying like, we got to steal like all of like $900 billion that Jeff Bezos has or that he's going to accumulate over the next 10 years. But I'm saying if we can enact some change through policy that will greatly improve the quality of life generally on average for for citizens like why aren't we doing that why are we why are we maintaining the status quo i I generally agree with that but what i do disagree with is the uh the the social the postmodernism that all that sometimes i think it's a problem i think it's i think postmodernism is a problem as well the 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 general postmodern that accompanies um left-wing uh economic policies and i think that's a relatively new uh, phenomenon that really came out of the the 60s this this joining of well you can go further back but at least in the states the joining of left-wing economic policies and government policies mm. with uh social and sexual liberation okay um which i think is totally counterproductive because i i, I would like to believe that there's a portion of the population that believes like me and like them, I'm completely uh, uninterested in those political movements now because uh, they have social policies that I completely disagree with. Mm-hmm. But I would, well, I would agree with um, the, most of their economic policies to a, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to bring it back to the Heinz dilemma because we have a comment from Nelson. Thank you for commenting, Nelson. Um, hope hope you're doing well. Um, he says, "Isn't it immoral for the drug company to not help his uh, this family in need?" Would you say it's immoral, Sam? Well, I think uh, if you want to talk about insulin specifically and how the price of the drug had gone up over, I'm not 100% on the specifics, maybe the quality increase or whatever, but... Uh, the yes. drug it's, hasn't uh, changed in okay, any the shape drug, The drug hasn't changed in decades. Mm-hmm. Know, but go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, and the price has gone up, what, tenfold? Yeah. I think yeah. it's a conservative anyway, number. Anyway, you keep going, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's immoral because it's exploitative and they know it's an inelastic product, you know, the demand. Would you won't. be consistent with me saying that, like, as much as like I disagree with socialism and communism, this is an example of when capitalism yeah, goes too course. far? Yeah, of course. Dude, I'm not, like, a, I'm not a capitalist show. I know. I, 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 I'm just, no, I just want to make sure, like, like, people, like, the audience knows that, like, even though we're different in certain ways, like, we can come to a consensus. No, and I'm, things, I'm for uh, you know? single payer healthcare and all that. All yeah, that stuff. Like, cool. Yeah. Exactly. See, like, like, there's, like, this is the thing. Like we need, like, people need to stop thinking at these very low, like, like identity politics kind of thing. Like, it's not even. It's just character characters of. Uh, but I think it's also an example of us having good morals because even though we're different people, we're completely different, and we still share a certain val- group of values, even though we're very very different. We ha- like like I said before, our morality is on a basic primal level objective to a certain degree but then it starts changing and becoming subjective when you start adding different people's changes and people's life exp- when you like i hate using the word but when you apply intersectionality into it that's when it, it changes into it. i know i hate that word i hate it just as much as just postmodernism like something in the is back of my brain yeah like I, I, I have i'm like oh like when i do it but but uh, it's a fact you know i gotta call it out how it is and like, that's that's how it is so you acknowledge that there's a there's an importance to have some kind of baseline where where there's fundamental things that there's no room for debate, mm-hmm. but then those maybe more situational specific things that have nuance maybe can be debated within a very narrow understanding. See, like I think the problem with that is like you like the problem like I guess like learning from my or learning from my classes like we see most people they try to apply the whole like, cultural relativism to the thing. So I well, feel like I, that, I know that's not the same I, with I what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not the same with what you're saying. So um, I think probably that is what we're gonna have to do. Like we're gonna have to find a way to come to a consensus on the big things, mm-hmm. and then 
people like I think the perfect example is like on the debate stage for the Canadian federal debate like when they started talking about like LGBTQ plus issues and and uh, rep- reproductive rights like like Sheer said like, like it's perfectly okay for someone to have a different idea from you you know but the, like the main thing is like like our society is changing and it's going to change it's changing for the better is what I'm going to say regardless if you disagree with people who want to transition or they want to like or they just think differently or they have a postmodern view to like how society is supposed to behave you know i feel like the part of it it's like it's an experiment you know like we we have to just keep we have to just keep moving forward we got to st- we we have to get rid of this tunnel vision and look at the bigger picture you know uh, to a certain degree i agree with that yeah well Just to wrap up the show, let's talk about where our society is headed in terms of morals. Um, Based on the current set of values, uh, are we headed in a positive direction, a negative direction? Sam, you and I uh, were talking about this Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. At Chipotle. Yeah, at Chipotle, um, which is good. Check out Chipotle. Pay us for that. do You you said that you believe society is going into a very bad place. Mm -hmm. And why would you say that? It's the, to, I can do it in a very broad uh, sentence, uh, it's the obsession with the material and the immediate and um, no understanding of long-term consequences, uh, immorality, hedonism. Oof, I was going to say that, man. I love that word. Hedonism is the, pro- is the perfect example of what's going men, on in men, our society. Men specifically without virtue, I think is the worst thing. But hasn't hedonism been around forever? Yeah, of course. And if you look at, um, there was a hedonism comes from the, the Greek, uh, one of the Greek uh, philosophers, I guess. Um, Hedon. Is it? Is it <laughs> I don't know. Hedon? I forget. I just... no, but um, a lot of uh, the, the counter to that would have been uh, Stoicism, which I do enjoy and I do read a lot about it. And for our viewers who don't know what that is, Stoicism is the belief that um, it, it it's almost like a proto-Christianity, I think you can link... Is it like acting with virtue, kind of? Yes, but it's more of an understanding that to be virtuous and to understand your own consciousness and to be in the moment constantly and in control of your own emotions in a very disciplined way is the highest state of being one can achieve. It it came around before Christianity. Um, But Stoicism was the opposite of, or it critiqued heavily hedonism, which was a previous school of thought uh, among the Greeks. Uh, Stoicism... was Greek and then further Roman authors, but um, like Marcus Aurelius, which was a read his book, right. um, his journal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's no, it's a very ancient uh, idea that one should live, you know, only for pleasure. But mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of literature throughout history that tackled the subject, and it's a bad thing. But, you shouldn't live just for. But pleasure. see, that's I think that's I think that's why it proves my point mm-hmm. on me being uh, subjective with my morals because. If we're going to be honest about it and we look at 18-year-old Daniel or 17-year-old, 16-year-old Daniel, I was a fucking asshole. I was a piece of shit in, like, high school, like, and, like, like, it, it, it's tough. Like, I'm happy, like, I'm, like, at this point now where, like, I can see, like, that I obviously need to make some changes and stuff like that. But, like, like I think that also changes, like, the, it, that, like, my morals have been changing and it's because I'm trying to surround myself with good people mm-hmm. and you try to cut yourself out, cut cut all the fakes and you cut all those negative people. You know, like that's, it's, it's a process, you know, it's, yeah, like, I don't, like, it's, it's hard, like, like, yeah, there's no, like, full answer for this, you know, like, yeah. It's- I think uh, going off of where society's going, I think we're at a, like, sort of crossroads at a really, I don't know, at a precipice right now. I think, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, I think immorality is 
uh, more supported by some people. I think that there's a, a very big, obviously, they're politically we're divided more than we have been in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I don't know, I think we can go the right way. I think it just depends. I think that there's a lot of... Uh, Definitely not the left way. Though. A lot more acceptance of a lot of things, and I, I think that that's for the most part good. But I, we don't need to accept everything, right? Like there has to be wow, that's, that's a an line interesting still. Line. So I think that. I wonder how you. I wonder how you determine that. You're so petty, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. You spend like an whole hour. It's all good. Saying, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. No, 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 no. yeah. I never said that like nothing was wrong and everything like there's no how such thing you, as how do you morality. determine that I wonder how do you determine that is it you is it the state is it whoever has the biggest stick in the schoolyard um, okay so but who's had, but who's had the no biggest stick in the schoolyard for well so many for years that, right? sorry who's had the biggest stick in the schoolyard for so many years yes a guy if you were religious a god but that's not god having the stick though it's people that follow god these are followers of god that have the stick this all depends on what you think about religion right because do you think that the bible was written like by men informed by god or was it written by men from their own heads who set like this all like are you religious or not is really where that goes right because do you mm-hmm. really believe that god god passed down these morals i think that um, think has a lot a, to do with that's it. what a christian would believe and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even like the i don't even like the, the analogy of the stick i, I shouldn't have used that I, yeah, because i was just the, using it with god, i know no but, no i used it too um he's using good. your yeah, bad analogy it's sure good. no uh because it because it, the, the fundamental difference is the immaterial authority versus the material authority right. and that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the biggest difference i, I think it all comes down to just faith self-control and just being one with your emotions i think that's the thing like a company a proper collectivism of that without like forcing your morals based off of religion like 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 you can yeah make sure your morals can come from a religious standpoint but i think as long as you're a good person and you try to defend what's right and what's honorable and like stuff like Mm -hmm. that that's the most important thing like for me for me personally like if i saw someone like like doing some like dumbass shit to some gay people or something like that. Maybe if I was like that heated, I'd commit assault or something mm-hmm. like that. Like I'm sorry, that's just how that's yeah. Like I see so many people do that fucked up shit to those type of people, and it pisses me the fuck off. Like I'm sorry for this, but mm-hmm. like, or an example, like I have a friend where all they do is they just rip on him for like making some dumbass jokes and stuff like that because of his sexuality, and it's like, or I like, sorry, another friend like, like they were going like. Like they were like on the way to like some club or something like that, and he like the the guy says like, "Oh, like what happens when all the gay guys start fucking hitting on me?" And I'm like, uh, like "I just I wish yeah. they weren't so like ignorant and so bigoted mm-hmm. for so, so certain things." But you know, yeah. it's a work process. Yeah. You know, some like some people are gonna be like that, and some people aren't. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's I don't mean, let it so ruin your day. Is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. Society is. You know, I mean, we, we've talked about it many times where society is going and Sam, you, you feel that it's negative. Amara, you feel that it's, you know, we're on the precipice. Um, you know, I'm, I, I too am worried about where society is going, but we can definitely talk about that more at length in the future. But that is the end of today's show. Uh, thank you to everyone that tuned in and that messaged us live. A brand new episode of The Rabbin Report will be coming to you next week. Same day. Next week is actually our season finale, by the way. Wow. Season 7 finale. Um, so that... Uh, there you are. So that... You know, hopefully you tune in because it's going to be a spicy episode. We're not going to tell you the topic yet. You have to tune in. Uh, but we hope you tune in. Thank you, everyone. Daniel, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. We, uh, we really appreciate having yeah. you here. Oh, I hope I uh, uh, did, did Jessica. Jessica Justice. Yeah, I did Jessica yeah. Justice. I think you did. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs>
Yeah, we're, uh, it was a great show. Uh, and I think that uh, that shows. So, uh, again, thank you to everyone that tuned in on that message just live. A brand new episode of The Rabbin Report season finale will be coming to you next week. Same day, same time, same people. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>